0: Hi friends, welcome to another Christomatic podcast. My name is Jude Jonathan. It gives me great pleasure to be introducing today's topic from the Redeemed Christian Church of God's on the School Mano. And the topic from today is purity before power. Purity Before Power, Lesson 41. But before we consider this topic, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for counting us among the living today. We give you all the glory and honor. Let your name be exalted. Thank you for podcasting gone and gone and passed. We thank you for what you've been doing and how you've been speaking to us. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you, O God, for everyone. We give you glory. Father, it's our prayer that today you will help us to love righteousness and hate iniquity. Please anoint us with gladness and joy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Welcome again. Uh, today we are looking at the topic purity before power. And, uh, today we are going to be reading from the book of Acts, chapter. 19 verses 13 to 17. Acts chapter 19 verses 13 to 17. And the Bible says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjoin you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of Skever, a Jew and a chief of the priest which did so and the evil spirit answered and said jesus i know paul i know but who are ye and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded and this was known to all the jews and greek also dwelling in ephesus and fear fell on, on them all and the name of the lord jesus was magnified praise god so if you're just uh, dropping in um we just read acts chapter 19 verses 13 to 17 a memory verse for today uh, is taken from the book of hebrews chapter 1 verse 9 Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9 and it says thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity therefore God even thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows I'll take it again Hebrews 1 verse 9 it says thou has loved righteousness and hated iniquity therefore God even thy God has anointed thee with oil of gladness above thy fellows Praise God. So today, purity before power, what does this mean to you? But while you are thinking about that, I'd like to introduce the topic today. Now, I want you to know, that uh, there's this popular saying that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now, this was uh, a saying uh, by a British historian, a British Catholic historian, whose name was John Dalberg Alton. So he he made this and what was he implying when he made this statement? He was implying that absolutely a person's sense of morality begins to lessen as he or she uh, amass power or power increases in the person's life. Now, this statement is true. Now permit me to also say this, that power can be dangerous. It can be a dangerous thing if it is in wrong hands. Now, I also like to add that a person's humility cannot be guaranteed until he or she has defeated, you know, has defeated um, or put under control the form of abuse of power. Your your humility cannot be guaranteed. It cannot be guaranteed or spoken of except if the person has power and has succeeded in defeating pride, has succeeded in bringing himself low irregardless of the power he or she has. And that is why I said power can be a dangerous thing if it's in the wrong hand. Now, God is omnipotent. That is, he is all-powerful and you cannot separate his power from purity. Now, the book of Isaiah chapter 6 Verses one to three was explaining. Isaiah said in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and His strength filled the temple. Now he went ahead and he spoke about the seraphims. You know that stood, how they fly, they fly with six wings, covered themselves with six wings, and and he said in the in the verse three, he said, and one cried out unto another, he said, holy, holy holy is the lord of hosts the whole earth is filled with his glory i need to understand that you cannot separate the power of god from purity now, purity is freedom from anything that contaminates purity is freedom from anything that contaminates it is the quality of being faultless uncompromised and even unadulterated now purity is often used in scriptures as a means to communicate holiness and perfection. Now, if you look at the book of First Peter chapter five, one sorry to say, verse fifteen to sixteen, you will see there where um, the letter was saying. It says, "But as he who has called you is holy, you too you should be holy in all manner of." conversation because it is written be ye holy for i am holy if you look at the book of matthew chapter 5 verses 8 and verses 48 it a blessed are they who are pure in heart for they shall see god and it in verse 48 it said be ye perfect even as your father who is in heaven is what is perfect so when we often talk about you know purity it talks about perfection it talks about holiness from these verses i just quoted now like in electricity power can only flow through a pure conductor if a conductor bears impurity there will be a slowdown an increase in potential difference and it will cause power to be dropped that that particular conductor or that particular thing cannot conduct electricity properly so it is therefore reasonable that purity must precede power for the power to be to move and be able to be used properly purity must exceed power praise god so today we are going to be considering to lesson outline but before i do that let's run back at acts chapter 19 verses 13 to 17 where we just read a bible passage we saw in that place how the evil spirit overpowered the sons of scala now one thing caught me while i was reading this verse one very important thing: the sons of Skever were the, were, the, were the sons, the son of a, the chief of priests. You know, I was trying to run a study, and I found out that the chief of priests is the leader of all priests, all Jewish priests. And there's this cadre of priests, are 24 in numbers. This cadre of 24 priests, you know, are like the top priests. They are they are the, 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 the earthly make of the 24 elders they are the people who draw close to god in the temple by ordination and this this uh, skever was the highest of all of them the chief of all the 24 priests and yet his children didn't even ha- have purity in them see it draws me to something that you cannot be claiming to have the power of God when your purity is in check, your position as a priest, your position as a Christian, wherever you occupy, if purity is in check in your life, I tell you the truth, then you cannot sustain the power of God in you. And if at all, because the gift of God is without repentance, you still have the power of God, you know, still decreasing in you, it is inevitable that pride. Will be will not be present in your life. So a look at that. They were casting out a demon through exorcism. Through exorcism, can you believe that? And they were the sons of the high priest. They were supposed to be next in line to take over from their father. Now I wouldn't want to just highlight uh, the problem with the parent, the parental upbringing of these children. But what I'm trying to point out today through our Bible reading is that these boys grew up under, under the umbrella of a high priest, a chief priest of the Jew and still their purity was in check. Ask yourself this question, is your purity in check? Even under the tabernacle of God, even under the umbrella of a particular gathering whether denomination is your purity in check how do you expect the power of god to rest in you when your purity is in check praise god so today we are going to be um the aim of today's um, lesson will be for us to understand uh, the basicity of or to understand why purity must precede power and why purity is required in making heaven now first lesson outlines is why purity must precede power now i would like to talk about the truth of the matter now the truth of the matter is everyone wants power but believers need it everyone wants power the politicians want power the common man on the street wants power why because it is in the nature of human beings to control things to want to control things don't forget in the beginning man was made to dominate to dominate means to to have control over things so everyone wants power to you know to 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 key in back into their default nature or to to key into that desired default nature but believers need power the book of acts chapter 8 1 verse 8, I beg your pardon. Act chapter 1 verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. You see that the, the, um, the commission of we believers cannot be effective without power. We need power to move the gospel to the ends of the earth. Praise them in the name of the Lord so that is the truth of the matter the second truth of the matter is there is a joy to there is a joy to be powerful or to be in control there is a joy in being powerful or in being in control you need to understand that if you are in the place of power there is joy because you have a lot of things at your beck and call you have a lot of things at your influence there is joy in being the one at the top controlling the affairs of things To work in either in your own favor or in the favor of situations that are favorable or desirable to you. So there is joy in being powerful, and there's also joy in being in control. Now, the truth of the matter, why purity must precede power, you need to understand uh, under this lesson outline, the truth of the matter is there is so many sources of powers available to people. There is so many sources of power the holy and the evil sources therefore there are holy and devilish power you need to know that so you need to decide which power are you going for there are various sources when you go to the devil she will get power and when you go to god you will still get Power. You need to decide which one do you wanna have. There are situations where men of God who cannot wait on God have gone to diabolic means to get power and come and start churches and begin to, you know, disciple people under negative anointing, under devilish power. So what kind of, you know, what kind of minister of grace do you wanna become? What kind of Christian do you wanna become? That which source powers from the devil you know just to measure up to your expectation or the expectation of people you need to ask yourself a question now fourthly you need to also know the truth of the matter is both sources have specific requirements. both sources of power have specific requirements. now our god is a great god he is abundant in power he is abundant in power you need to know that and because our God is abundant in power, it, it, it shows you that he has more than enough power to give. Now the enemy, I, can't, I don't know, I can't really talk about the abundance of power in the enemy, but I know our God according to the book of Psalms chapter 147 verse 5, he said our God, great is our God, our God is great and is abundant. Aim power. You need to know both sources have power, and they have their specific requirement. You know, there's this local saying in my dialect: uh, the, what the devil collects something with, uh, he gives you something with his right hand, and collects with the left hand. But we, we, we see in the scripture that the blessings of God are without repentance. And whenever we saw also in the book Proverbs that His blessings. He, he, he gives it. He is without sorrow. He gives and he never asks for anything in return. If there's if there's anything he asks in, in return, is that you continually to be a blessing to others with the power at work in you. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, another, the fifth part of the the truth of the matter is, holy power are for holy people, not for dogs. Holy power is only meant for what. Holy people, not for dogs. Now, when you look at where we just read, you will see that the sons of Sceva were trying. They were trying to use the name of Jesus Christ, which is a holy power, the name that's above every other name, at which, it when mentioned, by the righteous, not by anyone. Now, this also, uh, I'm not trying to um, raise an argument as to say if anyone calls on the name of Jesus Christ, will not it work for them? I have seen situations where people um, who are not even, who, are, who have known Jesus Christ, so to say, and they have not totally surrendered with him, and a situation comes and they are mentioned the name of Jesus, and it seems as if it's without power in their mouth. That was the same thing that happened to the sons of Sceva. They were calling the name of Jesus, they said in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. But it it was not reflecting, it's not a name upon which the the, the foundation of their existence was. Now anything that is not built on the rock of ages will surely crumble. So I need you to understand that holy power are for holy people. The book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 6, Jesus Christ spoke there, he said, you dare not, you cannot take that which is holy and give unto dogs neither can ye cast ye your pearls before swines let they trample on it you know put it under your feet and turn again and rend you jesus christ the lord god almighty cannot carry his power that is precious to him he cannot carry his power that is precious to him and give to a swine or give to a dog who returns to his vomit or 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 give to a swine who 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 delights in, in 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 swelling Uh, itself it cannot God is not a waster he will not waste his power by giving his power to a waster someone who will trample it make an abuse of it you know uh, and then rend people destroy people's life and destiny with it when you ask God for power God looks at the innermost of the man God looks at the innermost while man sees the outer God looks at the heart and sees your intention for why you are crying out for power before he releases it so holy power are for holy people not for dogs lastly the truth of the matter lastly god wants his children to have holy power and be in charge god wants his children to have what holy power and be in charge praise god in the book of deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13 he was telling god was telling his children the children of israel he said the lord shall that he the lord will make them the head and not the tail he will make them above only and not beneath if they only keep his instruction if they only keep his instruction his commandment and not just keep them but observe to do them god wants his children to have this power and be in charge but holiness that power remember in the last point i said holiness is meant for holy people alone holy power I mean to say is meant for holy people alone praise the name of God so you need to understand that if God must must give you the holy power and make you in charge then you have to be pure praise God praise God now why must God's children be holy before they can receive power why must they be holy before they can receive power number one question is the number answer story to that question is god is holy and his power is also holy so for you to receive you know that holy power from the holy god you need to be holy because god is holy the book of first peter chapter 1 verse 16 says it says for it is written you you must be holy because our god is holy yes you need to be holy god is holy and his power is holy so therefore, there is no negotiation. Bible made us understand that deep calleth out to deep. Holiness calls out to holiness. As the way unrighteousness calls out to unrighteousness. So God is holy. His power is holy. If you must get his holy power then you must be holy. Now, why must we as children of God be holy to receive his power? Secondly, the more powerful a Christian is, the more severe the devil will be willing to attack him or her. A perfect example of this point is found in the book of Daniel chapter 6 verses 3 to 5. Daniel chapter 6 verses 3 to 5. We understand in that place that Daniel was preferred among the presidents, among the princes, because he had an excellent spirit. An excellent spirit was found in him. The king Also, thought of setting him over the whole realm. Why? Because of the wisdom that was found in him, the excellence that was found in him. And you know what? The princes that sought, the president that sought to find an occasion against Daniel and concerning the kingdom, you know, they tried to find something, a fault, something to, to tie him down. But guess what? The Bible recorded that he was faithful in everything and there was no error found in Daniel. But they made a big mistake now while i was studying this i i I have this to say let me read daniel chapter six verse five then said this man then said this man we shall not find any occasion against daniel except we find it against him concerning the law of his god oh my god that was the biggest mistake they ever made you know I know I was reading Daniel chapter 6 and I found out I said if this man knew that there was a Daniel chapter 26 chapter 6 verse 25 they wouldn't try Daniel chapter 6 verse 5 I repeat if this man knew that there was a Daniel chapter 25 chapter 6 verse 25 they wouldn't have allowed a Daniel chapter 6 verse 5 to play out The Bible made us to understand in verse 25 that when the king found out that this man was indeed innocent what happened the tides turned all the president all the princes that could knife together to put daniel in the lion's den were thrown in the lion's den and the Bible made us understand that they were all eaten up and, and they were destroyed and the king made a decree throughout the whole earth putting daniel above if they knew if only they knew now, this is what holiness does. When a man stands and nothing can be found against him, nothing can be found, no occasion can be found against him. My question to you and myself today is, what occasion can the devil find against you? What Can the devil find against you to stand and accuse you before the Lord and say, this man cannot get that power because he is into this and he's into that. He is doing this and he's doing that. He is harboring this and he's harboring that. My brethren, you need to let go and begin to think of how to make your life right. If there is something they could find against you, the Bible made us understand the book of Daniel chapter 6 that they couldn't find anything in him. Praise God now why must god's children be holy before they can receive power number three purity is the divine tool to frustrate the enemy's attack purity is the divine tool to frustrate the enemy's attack a man who is pure on whom the enemy can find nothing against the enemy's attack will never be successful against that man. The Bible made me to understand in the book of John, chapter one, verse five. It said, "And light shines in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it." Now, the, the amplified uh, version of the Bible it says it in this way: "It says the light shines on; it shines on in the darkness, and darkness did not understand it, nor overpower it." Or appropriate it or absorb it and the darkness was unreceptive to it. Praise the name of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. I tell you the truth. If you are pure, the divine, the the the, 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 the divine tools of God will frustrate that divine tool of purity will frustrate the enemy's attack. The enemy will not be able to comprehend, you know, the light of God over you. The you know the enemy will not be able to overpower you because of that the enemy will not be able to appropriate you know what happens the enemy will not be able to absorb that light you know to cancel it out and make that attack successful why because of purity Love it. Why must God's children be holy before they can receive power? Number four, God will only anoint holy and righteous people with power and not sinners. God will only anoint holy and righteous people with power and not sinners. The book of Psalms, chapter 45, verse 7, made us to understand that it says it's almost thing with Hebrews 1.9. 9. It says, Thou lovest righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God had anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellow. God will only anoint you with his holy power when you have hated iniquity and wickedness and love righteousness. The book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38, it says, it says in that place, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Who who went about doing good? Why? Because God anointed him. Praise God. Now, I want you to look at the choice of word. There is no word in the Bible that is without a meaning. In this place, Jesus Christ was referred to as Jesus of Nazareth. Praise God! Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed the man, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and power. Because why? He was holy. The power of God flows from the Holy Ghost and from the name Holy Ghost, he can only, the Holy Ghost can only dwell in a holy temple. So therefore you need to be holy. You need to be pure besides the book of mark mark chapter 16 verses 5 to 18 was saying and these signs went ahead to say you will go ahead to baptize many when you go out you will speak to many you will preach the word to the all creatures to every nation and because you believe and you they will because you believe they will believe also and you will baptize them and they shall be saved and he says and signs shall this signs shall follow you because you believe in your in the name of jesus you cast out devils praise god that you will speak in new tongues you will take up serpents and and, and, and any deadly things you drink none will hurt you praise the name of the lord you will even lay your hands on the sick and they will recover this is power this is power but it can only come from where when god only anoints you you know with his holy power because you are a righteous and a holy person now, why must God's children be holy before they can receive the power from God? Number five, say because demons will only submit to the authority of pure believers. Demons will only submit to the authority of pure believers. The sons of Sceva were not pure believers. In fact, they did not even believe in the name of Jesus Christ. And they wanted to perform the miracle of believers. And what happened? They got the beating of their life and the disgrace of their life. And you know what? It was so shameful that their story went wild. It went wild. And people heard it and they truly feared the name of Jesus. Praise God. My prayer for you is that your mishap will not become, it will never become the the, 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 the broadcast of the name of Jesus Christ. Their, their mishap, Their their inability to understand and become a believer was the broadcast of the name of Jesus Christ. A misfortune. (laughs) Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, why must you, as God's child, be holy before you can receive power? Lastly, because to be a carrier of the power of God, you must be a vessel unto honor. You must purify yourself as a believer you must the book of second timothy chapter 2 verses 20 to 21 it says but in a great house there there are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and of earth and some to honor and others to dishonor if a man therefore purges himself from this he shall be a vessel unto honor sanctified and meet for the use for the master's use sorry to say and prepared unto every good work Praise God, unto every good work. So if you purge yourself, you will be a vessel unto honor. That's why it is very important. Why before you receive power, there must be a purging. There must be a purging. If he says, if any man, he didn't say if that man. He said, if any man get for purge himself from distance, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Praise the name of the Lord. So for you as a believer, you need to be fully in charge. You need to be fully in control and the only way you can be is through purity. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Now sec- second, let's not lie without time wasting is heaven is the goal. Now heaven is the goal. Now in as much as we are talking about the power of God uh, to be able to be in control in this our present world as a children of God. We need to understand that the main essence of purity is to make heaven, to make heaven. Now, heaven is the goal. Number one, you need to understand that the ultimate goal of every believer is to make heaven. The ultimate goal is to make heaven. Yes, in this world, we can be in control. The power of God can work through us to do to make impact in our time here on earth, to walk through the face of this earth and begin to liberate, bring people to Christ, do signs and wonders, bring souls from darkness to light. But the ultimate of that goal of the goal of every believer is to make heaven i want to add to that goal it's not only to make heaven but also to bring as many people to heaven with us. Praise God. Now, number two, you need to know that some people will be will be channels to heal others and perform miracles yet they will not make it to heaven. God will not allow this to be our portion in Jesus' name. you will be a channel of blessing to others, a channel of healing to others, a channel of miracles, signs and wonders, yet you will not be able to make heaven. This will not be your portion in Jesus' name. The, the Bible made us to understand more in the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 22 to 23 he said many will say unto unto him he said in that day Lord Lord we have prophesied in your name in your name we casted out demons devils and in your name we have done many wonderful works then Jesus said I will say unto them I will profess unto them I never knew you depart from me ye workers of iniquity Ye workers of the nuclear trade, this will not be someone's portion. It will not be my portion in Jesus' name. In the last day, many people will do miracles and they will lose it because of what? Impurity. Remember, we said you can, an impure metal can conduct electricity. It can conduct electricity, but still, it cannot be used in a top notch electrical work. Why? Because of what? Its ability not to stand in the day of beauty. Praise God! Heaven is the goal, I tell you my brethren. Heaven is the goal. So thirdly, to make heaven, to make it to heaven is not by performing miracles, but by being holy. It's important. Yes, it's important to perform miracles. Besides, the Bible made us understand that the kingdom of God is not just in words, but is in power. Yeah, it's in power. But you need to know that the end, the destiny of it, Is what to be holy to make it to to heaven. The Bible made us to understand. Paul was speaking in the book of First Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 down to 27. He was saying there, he said that you should know that everyone is running a race. Everyone is running a race. We are all in a race, but only one received the prize. But in fact, many earthly men do this, they strive for the mastery. And yet, this physical crown, they come, they run after a corruptible crown. But he said something very striking in verse 25, he said, every man that striveth for mastery is temperate in all things, is temperate in all things, not in something, in everything. Now, Paul now said, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, but he runs, he fight as one." you know, that is going somewhere, not as one that is, that is beating the air. But what, what, how does he do it? How do we how does he do that? How, how does he continue to fight as one who is fighting as if he's fighting to a destination? He said he keeps his body. He keeps his body under subjection. He brings it to subjection. Lest after he has preached the gospel, he has done so many miracles, he has healed a lot of people, in the end, he's a castaway. This will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Now, you need to also understand that without holiness, no man can see God. No man can see God. The book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, it says that you should follow peace with all men. And holiness without which no eye can see the Lord. Without holiness, you cannot see the Lord. Just like in the book of Isaiah chapter 6, he said it was until King Uzziah died. Isaiah saw the Lord. Isaiah saw the Lord for you to be able to see the Lord it must be with holiness now believers must be holy in their thought believers must be holy in their thoughts in their words and in their action the book of philippians chapter 4 verse 8 brings me it comes to mind when we are talking about this philippians chapter 4 verse 8 believers this is what the word of god says he says, finally believers Finally, my brethren, you see, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise. Think on these things. Let these things be your thought continually. Whatever thing is pure, whatever thing is just, whatever thing is lovely, fill your mind to these things. Choke it up until there is no space for any iniquity. Praise the name of the Lord. And lastly, purity in the heart or holiness is the condition to see God or to make it to heaven i like to end this by, by, by going to that scripture, Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. It says that, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart. Beloved, heaven is the goal. Inasmuch as we are going to stay in this world and make a lot of impact, but heaven is the goal. My question to myself and to you is if this trumpet sounds right now, will you make it there? Will you make it to heaven? My question again is, while you are busy through your life struggles, you're trying to make ends meet here and there, is heaven still your goal? Is it still your number one goal? Or has it dropped to number two, or number three, or number four, or even to the bottom of the list? You need to ask yourself this question. So my dear brethren, in conclusion of this matter, I would like to tell you that for you to get a holy power from God and also make it to heaven, you must be holy When we're talking about holiness we're talking we're talking about purity we're talking about purity we're not talking about 99% purity we're talking about 100% purity you can have pure power you can you can stay pure and you can have pure power from above and still make it to heaven you can the scripture says be ye holy even as your father which is in heaven is holy it is not not a plea it is a command all you just need to do is to key in to this command just like the way God appeared unto Abraham and said Abraham and the Lord God Almighty walk before me and be thou perfect and immediately that command came upon Abraham his life changed and he began to walk before God and he remained perfect and he became God's best friend because of this command my brethren so this brings us to the end of this podcast through these words I'll be, I'll be pleading with you to say with me, your life can become perfect and holy if you know that you know that your purity is not, it's, it's questionable or it's, it, you, it's not even there at all, I want you to pray and say this prayer with me say Lord Jesus, I come before you, please make me pure I have been struggling with these things that have made me impure and I am tired of them Help me to become pure again. Bless me, Lord. Thank you, Father. I confess all my sins and I am ready to repent. Help me with your spirit to remain pure and chaste. For in Jesus' mighty name I've prayed. Amen. So if you see that prayer point, I want to let you know that God has healed you and is working on your life. I just need you to do one more thing. Please. If you go to a Bible-believing church and start fellowshipping there, or if you belong to one, look for brethren who you can be accountable to. Submit yourself to them. Let them help you to be accountable, and God will bless you. Thank you for listening to today's Christomatic podcast. I remain you, Jonathan, until I come your way again. God bless you. Remember that God's power is holy, and it is only the holy people that will get his power.